Hello, Legacy Nashville family. Pastor Lyle here. Welcome to Online Church. I know this is not our norm, but nothing can stop us from assembling together as the body of Christ. I'm so happy that you're with us today. Obviously, we find ourselves in an extremely unique season. We have never thought about doing online church for Sundays before, as I'm sure you've never thought about being quarantined to your house uh, for weeks at a time. So I hope you guys are encouraged by God in the midst of this season of stretching because he is still on the throne and he is still good and he is still with you. And so we're just gonna pretend today like we're all together in the same living room. If you don't mind, go ahead and grab your Bible. Go ahead and get your physical Bible. If you've got one in the house, it'll be good for your kids to watch you pick that up and read it. So go ahead and grab your physical Bible because we're going to be doing a Bible study. That's right, a line-by-line Bible study. I know this is not something that we normally do on a Sunday morning, but as I was praying and preparing to film some of these online church sessions, I decided to pursue an entire Bible study of Psalm chapter 91. I know a lot of prophets right now are talking about Psalm 91, so in prayer, I just pursued revelation from the Lord on Psalm chapter 91, and I thought it would be a great season for us to dive into this together and just get some revelation from the Word of God, uh, particularly about how He feels in regards to our protection and our safety when we experience storms. So if you have your Bible, turn it open, Psalm chapter 91. If you're there, say amen. Amen. I hear you. Let's go. So Psalm 91, I'm going to read the whole chapter to get started, okay? So Psalm 91 says this, he who dwells in the shelter of the Most High, he will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust, for he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his pinions and under his wings, you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and a buckler. You will not fear the terror of the night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in darkness, nor the destruction that wastes at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side, 10,000 at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only look with your eyes and see the recompense of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord your dwelling place, the Most High, who is my refuge, no evil shall be allowed to befall you. No plague come near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all of your ways. On their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the adder, the young lion and the the serpent you will trample underfoot because he holds fast to me in love I will deliver him I will protect him because he knows my name when he calls to me I will answer him I will be with him in trouble 
I will rescue him and honor him with long life. I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Can somebody say amen and receive that word today? Psalm 91 is an amazing passage of scripture. I'm sure you've been reading over reading it over yourself already as you've been praying through uh, this season. But here in this first session, I'm just going to dive into the first four verses of Scripture. So we're going to film four sessions. I don't know if we're going to need them all. We will release them all. But in each session, we will examine four verses of Scripture. So today, I'm going to look at uh, Psalm 91, verses 1 through 4. And to really culminate these four verses of Scripture, uh, we're bringing the banner or the title of this message as His presence, your protection, all right? His presence, your protection. We're going to be showing some slides here over on the screen. So if you guys want to take notes, as well as the downloadable notes that we've supplied to you, you can check that out. But today's message is His presence, your protection. And we're going to look at the first four verses of Psalm 91, verse 1 through 4. So Lord, we just pray now that as we are connected by uh, stream, by online church, Lord, we pray and declare that we are in unity in Jesus' name, that we are connected as your bride and as your body, Lord. There is nothing that can disconnect us from the love of Jesus. And so we stand today in your love, thanking you for the cross, thanking you for your blood, thanking you for your body, thanking you for every single thing that you've done for us, Lord. We rejoice in your protection and your safety. We thank you, God, that you're bringing us into a greater measure of your presence, even as we're at home today with our family. Families, we thank you that we get to enjoy you as we enjoy one another. In Jesus' name we pray, and everyone said, amen, amen. I thank you guys uh, for being with me today uh, and just, you know, shouting me down from home. Uh, so first four lines, first four verses of Scripture, we're just going to go uh, line by line. And as we do, as you're reading Psalm chapter 91, uh, you get hit with the question, at least I do, which is, who is this Psalm for? Obviously, we know there's a lot of struggle in the world. There's a lot of strife. We all go through trials. We all experience difficulties. So who is it that this psalm is for? And verse 1 and 2 really answer that question. This psalm is for anyone that chooses to dwell. Anybody that chooses to dwell prayerfully in the presence of God, Psalm 91 is for. These promises are reserved for the presence dwellers. These promises are connected to those who are willing to sit with God in prayer and to acknowledge his presence in their lives. So the first three words, all right, we're, I'm telling you, we're going to go line by line here. The first three, three words are he who dwells, all right? He who dwells. And we see right here the word dwell actually means to sit down, all right? Uh, to live, to settle. That's what the word dwell means. And as we get started today, despite all the chaos going on outside of our homes, let's make a conscious decision to settle down. I know everybody's freaking out. Everybody's trying to get to the store. Everybody's trying to buy toilet paper and make sure they get water. We talked a little bit about that last week. But listen, you are going to be okay. God's got this. God has got you. So let's just take and make a conscious effort right now. Take a deep breath in if you need to right where you are and just calm down. Settle 
down. I can promise you this, Jesus is right where you are today. He's right there with you. So let's make that choice. And it's important that we, uh, that we emphasize the word choice as we talk about the implications or the benefits of Psalm chapter 91. They are for those that choose to dwell, okay? We don't just accidentally come into a place of prayer normally. Most of the time, we need to be very intentional. We need to choose to sit down in a place of prayer and acknowledge the presence of God, all right? So let's do that together right now. Let's just acknowledge that the presence of God is right where you are. All right, next, next few lines, uh, next few words. Choose to dwell in the shelter of the Most High, in the shelter of the Most High, all right? So what we're doing here is we're choosing to take a minute to surrender to God, to submit to his presence, and, and to position ourselves underneath his covering. And this is actually my first point today. I'm, I'm going to give you guys four quick points throughout this portion of Psalm 91. But the first point today is this. It's just choosing to calm down. Calm down by choosing to take a moment and pay sincere attention to God. Take a deep breath and settle into his presence today. Settle in for a time. You are going to be okay. God's powerful hand is covering you right now. If you need to, you can just put your hand on your chest, put your hand on your heart and say, God's powerful hand is covering me. As I lay, lay hands on myself, God's powerful hand, so much more powerful and protective than my own. God's hand is protecting me. We're choosing to dwell in this place of the presence. Now, what's great about Psalms 91 is it doesn't just invite us, but it also reminds us of all of the great blessings, all of the amazing promises uh, that are there for us that choose to dwell. And so that's kind of what we're diving into. Now, if you will choose to dwell, here's what the word says, you will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. Now, to abide actually means to take up residence in. It means to stay, get this, permanently. Guys, if you've never been told this before, please hear this today. The presence is a place that you never have to leave. In fact, it is your natural habitat as a new creation. You are fashioned for glory. You are born for the unfiltered presence of God. You can actually stay in the presence of God. Just because you are not able to come to the physical building that is the church right now doesn't mean that the presence of God has been canceled. All right, you can be in the presence of God simply by choosing to prayerfully dwell and acknowledge God's presence. You get to stay. Stay where? Stay in the shadow of the Almighty. And so the word shadow and the word shelter, uh, which we have just read in the, in the shelter of the Most High, the word shadow and the word shelter are basically uh, the exact same words. What it means is that we get hidden underneath God's covering. Um, as a child, did you ever uh, maybe nestle up next to your father or your mother or a parental figure and, and just get hidden under their shadow? You know what I'm talking about. Somebody was talking to you, maybe a stranger, somebody you'd never met before, and you would just sort of hide yourself behind your dad's legs. I mean, I, I remember doing that as a kid. Uh, it's kind of the image that this scripture evokes a little bit for us, is that whenever we're choosing to dwell uh, in the shelter of the Most High, 
Shaddai and in the shadow of the Almighty, what we're doing is we're coming under the covering of our Father. We're coming behind or we're being hidden in the security of our Heavenly Father. We are being protected by our glorious Father's great strength, His covering. So when you choose to take a moment and acknowledge the presence of God. That's what you're doing. You are actively coming under the powerful covering of God the Father. So we wanna make sure that we do that today. Now, let's look, look at verse two. Verse two says, I will say to the Lord. Now, I love this because what the Bible is encouraging us to do is to speak. I will say to the Lord, speak out loud. Don't just pray silently at mealtimes, all right, during this whole thing. Pray more often. You have more time to pray. Get in the presence of God. Choose to acknowledge the, the, the presence of God and to speak out loud, to pray out loud, to, to speak to God. It is not time to be silent, priest. It's time to pray. If you're struggling, speak up. If you feel like you're in danger, speak up. If you find yourself in the midst of a storm or a pressing circumstance, speak up. Speak aloud to God. And when we wonder what it is that we should pray, well, don't just pray the facts. Don't just pray the headlines. Don't just pray the news cycle. Pray the truth. Pray what it is that God has already spoken to us through his word. What has he spoken to us? That's actually the next line, which is my refuge and my fortress. This is who God promises to be to you, your refuge and your fortress. It's very, very similar actually to verse one when we talked about the shadow and the shelter. Verse two talks about the refuge and the fortress. It's pretty much the exact same thing. It's, it's, uh, it is God's covering. It, it is God's protection. It is God's strength that is shielding us. And when we get into the presence of God, we begin to learn this. We begin to understand this reality that whenever we step into the presence of God, the presence of God is actually our protection. Now, I want to say that again because I want to make sure that you get that today, church. The presence of God is your protection. His presence, your protection. By coming into the presence, you're covered. By coming into the presence, you're shielded. By, by coming into the presence, his great strength protects you. And so we pray and declare this today in Jesus' name. We're saying aloud to God these things. And the next line is this. In whom I trust. I trust you. I trust you. These are extremely powerful words to say to somebody else, and they are extremely powerful words to speak out loud to God. I trust you. Especially considering the dangers ahead, especially considering the chaos of this moment, to speak aloud to God and say, God, I trust you. In prayer, in the presence, God has revealed to us what he is like. And we can trust in him because he is our shelter. He is our safe shadow. He is our refuge. And he is our fortress. Therefore, we can trust him entirely. And this leads me to point two. If you're taking notes, just write this, write this down. This is point two. You now know God's will. He is with you to cover you and to keep you safe. Choose to trust your heavenly father. And any time you need to be reminded of God's truth, speak aloud. I trust you, Lord. You are my protector. Do this confidently as often as you need. 
This is point two. I know it's a long point. I'm giving you guys kind of some longer points today. I know you got the downloadable uh, packet, so you don't, you're probably not going to be able to write all of that down right away. But this is point two today. This is the second takeaway from Psalm 91, verse 1 through 4. Now let's move on to verse 3. Verse 3 says, For he will deliver you. Uh, in different translations, it says, Surely he will deliver you. Surely. I like the word surely. You know what word I don't like? Maybe. You know, surely he will deliver you. The Bible doesn't say he might deliver you. The Bible actually gives us a promise, which is truth, that we can take to the bank that says surely he will deliver you. Because of who he is, this is his promise to us. It is, everybody say it with me, deliverance. Deliverance. Surely he will deliver you. Deliver you from what? And the next line is this, from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. Now, what is a pestilence? Oftentimes, I think that we think about uh, the plagues in Egypt, but a pestilence biblically is a plague. The, the snare of the fowler is simply a trap. It's an entanglement. But right now, I think it's very relevant to highlight the reality of what God said, God's word says we're delivered from in that we are delivered from any and all plagues. That's the word of the Lord over our lives, that we are kept safe from plagues. And I, I know you guys don't need a lesson this week on the reality of the human experience, which is that we all suffer. We all face plagues. We all uh, face um, the snares and traps and entanglements of the enemy. We all face that, but it does not matter what natural disease or what supernatural evil comes against you. God's promise over your life is that if you will dwell, you will be delivered. Just write that down right there. If I will dwell, I will be delivered. If you will choose the presence of God, if you will choose a posture of prayer right now, you'll be delivered. Choose to acknowledge the presence of God in your life right now, and this is the promise of the word of the Lord. If you dwell, you'll be delivered. You'll be delivered from what? You'll be delivered from the snare of the fowler, and you will be delivered from any and all deadly plagues. And that, that's point three. Like I said, my points are a little bit long today, so maybe you don't have to write them down, but you know, I don't know, voice memo or something, okay? We, you got the packet. Uh, point three is this. We live in a fallen world. You know it, and God is not surprised by it. It's a guarantee. You will face traps and plagues. But no matter what comes against you, God promises to deliver you from it. Somebody shout amen. Stay where we started and rest in God's presence. We can rest easy knowing that we are already delivered from any and all plagues. All right, let's get into verse four here. Uh, this is a kind of a funny word. He will cover you with his pinions. Uh, I don't know why, but I think of the word minions, all right? My kids love Despicable Me, and the Lord's not going to cover you with his minions. He's going to cover you with his pinions. What, what in the world is a pinion, all right? I had to look it up. I'm like, what is a pinion? Uh, a pinion is actually a feather, all right? Uh, that's what it is. Like, if you, if you don't want a bird to be able to fly, then you clip its pinions, all right? So it's sort of the outer feathers on the wings which enable a bird to fly. It's actually what the pinions are. And so when, when God says, I'm going to cover you with my pinions, here's what he's talking, I'm, I'm going to cover you with my presence. You know, David, who some accredit this psalm to, uh, he, would, he would sit up next to the Ark of the Covenant. And we know that there were, there were angels engraven that rested upon the lid of the Ark of the Covenant. And so 
if this was in fact David authoring this psalm, perhaps he was, uh, you know, talking about receiving revelation from the Lord about the feathers or the wings, the shadow of the Ark of the Covenant covering him and him finding safety and acknowledging his presence and being close there to the glory of God. That's a possibility. But God promises, I'm going to cover you with my pinions. I'm going to cover you with my feathers. Then he goes on to say, and under his wings, you will find refuge. So first he talked about feathers. Now he's talking about wings. Under his wings, you will find refuge. Refuge. So think about it like this. Think about a picture of like a mama hen that is protecting its its young, protecting the chicks, right? So that's the picture that this scripture sort of uh, brings about. It's like, I, I am protecting you with my feathers, my pinions. I am bringing you under my wings. I am shielding you. I am covering you as a parental uh, figure, as your father, as your heavenly father. I am covering you. You are safe under the shadow of my wing. You are safe next to me. You are safe, connected to me in my presence. And under his wings, you will find refuge. That's the truth, guys, is that anytime we pay attention to the presence of God and we find ourselves coming to God for that protection, here's what he guarantees, is that he will tenderly protect us and that he will compassionately care for each and every one of our needs. His faithfulness, next line, his faithfulness is as a shield and a buckler. Now, I gotta be honest, like uh, wings and feathers and all that stuff, it's very soft. And, uh, and I, love, I love the reality of being embraced by a tender father. But there is something about a shield and a buckler that just revs me up on the inside because now we've moved uh, you know, into military terms. And forgive me, you guys know me well. I get excited uh, when, when I start hearing about uh, plundering the enemy and taking territory and going after it with God and, and, um, and, just, and just trampling on the head of the serpent. Like I love scriptures like that. And, and that's what this scripture is revealing to us is that God's faithfulness is, is like a shield and a buckler. Now we know what a shield is, you know, thinking about Captain America or something, right? But what's a buckler? Get it, get this. A buckler is actually also a shield, all right? I looked it up. A buckler is just a large, oftentimes circular shield that surrounds, it covers us. Uh, meaning there is no way for any fiery darts to get through there from the enemy uh, to penetrate the protection of God in your life. Think of Ephesians chapter 6, verse 16. It says, in all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one, which leads me to point four. And that's where we're gonna finish today. I want you to put on the full armor of God today, church family. You are covered. You are protected. You are ready to walk through war. Keep hidden in God's presence and keep confident in God's promises. They are true. So let me give you a little action plan for the week and we are gonna pray together. So I've got some homework for you, got some exercises. Uh, really want you to take this to heart and practice this all week long. These are This is just an action plan for the week. Number one, I want you to schedule a couple of prayer sessions for yourself. That's right. Get out your Google Calendar right now if you need to. Uh, you may already have a routine and a rhythm. And if you don't, I want to encourage you. This is your time to get your schedule set in place so that when everything opens back up again, you can keep to the rhythm and the routine that you have intended to 
in making sure that prayer and time spent in God's presence is a priority to you. So number one, I want you to schedule some prayer sessions for yourself. Number two, when you pray, I want you to begin by calming yourself down and paying attention to God's presence. Calm down and just become aware of God's presence. I, I do this from time to time where I'll just, I'll sit, I'll wait for a bit, and I'll just become aware. I'll say, God, where are you? And sometimes I use my imagination and say, okay, I'm going to sit right in front of you, Lord. And it only takes me a few minutes to recognize the truth, the reality is, that God's right there. He's right there with me. So try that out this week. Point three is, uh, this, this week's action plan, is I want you to speak directly to God for a while. Tell him that you trust him. Say, I trust you. Just as the psalmist taught us, I trust you. I trust you. And if you're struggling to trust God, ask Holy Spirit to help you learn to trust God. Because I can promise you this, God is surely trustworthy. Fourth point, I want you to spend some time this week allowing God to speak to you. Allow him to share his perspective on your circumstance. Hey, chances are, guys, your, your perspective on your circumstance, God has a greater perspective on your circumstance. So just spend some time listening. Maybe you need to get out your journal and just write down what you feel like that you hear God say. If you're confused or you're thinking, man, I don't know if that's the Lord, give it to your spouse. Email it to a trusted friend. Let somebody look over it with you and, and, and say, yeah, that sounds like God. That's encouraging. That builds up. That exhorts. That lifts us up, right? It's a, it's a greater perspective. It's from the Lord. And then lastly, the fifth point of this week's homework is I want you to intentionally lift your head this week, church. I want you to straighten your back, and I want you to display a positive attitude this week. You are the victor and not the victim, all right? That is who you are. Psalm 91, verse one through four, Bible study complete. I hope that you have gotten something out of this today that is unique and special for you that you can apply to your life, to, to your week, because this is God's truth. It doesn't matter uh, what the enemy says. It doesn't matter what the news uh, or the blogs say. Uh, whose report are you going to believe? We will re re believe the report of the Lord, all right? And so, Lord, right now, we just pray and declare that we are kept safe under the protection of your fortress. We are kept safe under the protection of your shelter. We are hidden in the shadow of your wings. We are protected, Lord, by you. And so we just submit ourselves to your covering right now, and we just thank you for the safety that you've brought over our life. For anybody that is sick right now, Lord, we speak divine healing. We pray that the virtue of Jesus would flow through your physical being right now and bring wholeness and healing to you. Church, I am so happy you're here today. I love you and bless you in Jesus' name.